This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Sex. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? I just realized this is the wrong music, but I don't care because I love this music. (laughs) This is the Patreon-free episode of Anatomy of Sex. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. If you want more content like this, go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and you get all the sex talk. And we ain't talking birds and bees. We're talking about technique, foreplay, reasons. And today we are talking about oral sex. We never talk about technique. I want to be very clear about that. Oral sex. Well, we can talk about it this time. So oral sex. Again, thank you guys so much. Go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get all the sex you want. (laughs) Sex talk you want, I guess. Right, so today is a topic that is probably important. What are you pointing at? Nothing. Keep on talking. Important to everybody. If it's not, it should be because it's fun and it can be very connecting and also can spice things up a little bit. And we want to talk about maybe some myths or like, oh, that's gross or why you shouldn't think it's gross. And if it brings connection and pleasure. What's it you're talking about? Oral sex. How explicit can I be? (laughs) I don't know. It's a lot. This is the one that's going out to the general public. So Oral sex. Uh, warning, this is not an episode for children. Conolingus. Oh, gosh. Fellatio. Okay. That's the scientific name, Mel. Yeah. I'm you always o- interested in the scientific name. You can, o- you can, oh my gosh, all you want. So anyway. Okay. Let me, let me just, um, so, uh, while, uh, Melanie adjusts the, um, I'm going crazy with this microphone stand. Anyway, just stop. Okay. You so were supposed to keep talking. Let's talk about oral sex. Today we're going to talk about male, no. Female to male, right? And how it can enhance your love life. And then also, which I think, I don't know why I think this maybe culturally is less prevalent, cunnilingus, female, no, male to female, right? And what do you think in in general public? You talk to, you know, your girlfriends, your ladies and stuff. Does that ever come up at all? What? Like sex or anything like that? We don't talk about sex. Just like heads up. Women don't talk about sex? Well, my friends don't. Really? That's interesting. We talk about it in uh, Baddest Husband group. Like, not like, yeah, not like locker room talk, but like real discussions around it and how to find connection and pleasure and not just it be a one sided thing. And it's pretty good, pretty good conversation. So you wanted to talk about this, so I'll give it to you. Uh, I think that um, I'm trying to think of that question like, do my friends and I talk about this stuff? And I would say, what the most thing that I hear women say about this type of thing, oral sex in general, and I'll say it in two different directions because it's like receiving or giving. Giving, don't like it. Receiving, husband doesn't know how to do it. Ah. That's like the two probably biggest, the most common feedback, I would say. Right. Which I think is telling. Why, do you, why is it telling? Well, I think... What one, does it tell you? Uh... Well, especially from the receiving end. Mm-hmm. Now, you this is you sort of change the topic right out of the gate. So this title we're gonna have to change. <laughs> but uh, that's fine. So on the receiving end, I think most no, sorry, giving. So women giving oral sex to their husbands. 
the vibe is always very much like it's a birthday thing. It's a once a year oh, thing. Yeah. It's a special. I'll do whatever. it, but I don't like it. Don't expect this. Yes. Don't, don't even. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's that type of thing. Yes. It's very much like a ew. That's gross. I don't want to kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. On the like I was saying too. On the flip side of that, receiving is more like he doesn't know what he's doing anyway. Never mind. Feel Don't like even... aliens are poking at your body. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Pleasure you? What is it? Pleasuring you? <laughs> Pleasuring what are you, you? doing? <laughs> Feels like aliens are poking my body. It's a Seinfeld episode, by the <clears> way. <throat> we'll have to put a clip of that in there. But um, I so I think that again that says a lot because I think men are approaching. And let me just say, men are approaching oral sex with their wives, like giving their wives oral sex from a perspective of what a man would like. That was hard to say. My brain had to think really hard on that one. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Well, elaborate. So like they're doing things that they imagine would feel good to a wiener to a, they're doing that to the vulva and, and women don't like that. So the clitoris has like a gajillion more nerve endings than the head of a wiener. A clit ton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just made that up that was funny this got a clit down of nerve endings in there that's right um <clears throat> you're trying to put in an applause during right. that <laughs> laugh but um so that is i think right out of the gate something i think women or sorry men need to understand is that a clitoris is a gajillion times it's a clit ton more sensitive more sensitive than right. the head of a penis right so think if your penis was 20 times more sensitive how would that feel? Well, I'll tell you how it would feel. <laughs> okay. So after a guy has an orgasm, it's like, don't touch anything or I will rocket ship away. <laughs> and it's, it's too much. It's like when you... It's too much. Smack, like you kick a dog. It's like it's, being stung by a thousand electric eels. So that's typically how women start. Ah, so geez. So men are diving in like George Costanza. Right. <laughs> what are you doing? And women are like, that feels awful. So well, it actually, has to be very <clears throat> soft and calculated. Yes, calculated. <laughs> Could you please do this in a calculated manner? Uh, but I want you to think that like if, so if you were sensitive in that way and had a, a clit ton more nerve endings in uh-huh. the peen head, right? how would you want oral sex to be approached? And uh, men, I want you to think of this question too. Like if it was that post-orgasmic, sensitivity level that's hard because it's like yeah no touch yeah okay so can okay expand on that man oh, expand uh, on the yeah no touch <laughs> very very soft slow right mm-hmm. like super soft you want a man with the slow hand there you go you want a you know who sings that? that conway twitty I loved Conway Twitty when I was a child. Conway Twatty. Oh gosh, no, <laughs> Conway's titties. About, what? <laughs> Never let your. You took my joke. You got show. mad and then upped one. And yeah, then about yeah. It. Okay, so very slow, very. Uh, I don't know. Methodic is the right word. Maybe not methodic, but super soft. Almost like, like you would rather have it be more of a generalized. Touching, not just touching on the most sensitive thing ever. Right. Not that. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> like a roadrunner. Okay, man, don't roadrunner your lady. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's pretty good, right? Well, like a, go- a goose. No, what's that called? The thing you eat? A turkey. Oh, man. No turkey well, talking called. about eating, right? No turkey. 
<laughs> so <laughs> don't turkey call your woman. All right, guys, don't road runner your wife. Okay, <laughs> if I'm not going to road runner you, right? What do you want? You're me to also do? not going to turkey gobble, right? Uh, I, I mean, I want you to expand on this experimental thought process. What would you want? Because that, the, okay, this is like, I'm addressing all of society's problems right now. <laughs> so I think that. Figure this out and you got it made. Most women. Okay. There's also a lot of like, and this is something we're going to talk about in another episode, but there's a lot of things that a lot of women are responsive desire. So they're not, what's the word? It's like surprise desire. What's that word? Spontaneous. Spontaneous. They are not spontaneous desire. They are responsive desire. So a lot of men are spontaneous desire. They think about sex all of a sudden and they go, oh yeah, let's do that. Women are like, I am, sex is the farthest thing from my mind and you're telling me that I need to do this. And so let, like put, get the fire in the stove, like crock pot this heated up. Right. Right. So that's the first place you got to start. Uh, because if men are thinking they're just going to like, you know, roadrunner, roadrunner it out of nowhere. There's like a hundred elements happening where the woman is not ready. She's not in the mood. She doesn't want that. If she's not in the mood, she's not confident in her body that they, those do flow together. If she's not confident in her body, she's going to be more put off by all of it. And then you roadrunner her and it's game over. That's a really good point. And I'm kind of bouncing around, but all right, maybe, oh, let's talk about trusts. Okay. I'm going to be really explicit here. So if you wanted to, you could bite my wiener off. <laughs> Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> well, she cut it off with a knife, but you could. That's my personal you thing. You're going to tear right? it off. <laughs> so obviously, guys, if you're going to put your wiener in something, you got to trust it, <laughs> especially if it's a mouth <laughs> with teeth. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. Yes. Um. So, which most guys are like, yeah, I don't care. Just do it. <laughs> but for a woman, I think it's different because society it, and culture have have kind of painted a different relationship to genitalia. And that, that sounds weird. Just follow me here, right? So I imagine that I have a different relationship with my wiener than you do or at least did with your vagina. Of course right? you do. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. like exterior, most of it's interior kind of thing. I mean, think about just the simple thing that men pee outside. Yes, that's the best. Yeah, I couldn't do that if I wanted to I'd go to jail. Well, yes, I guess technically can. I could do it outside in downtown Seattle like you've seen a thousand times. Yeah, I've a seen a lot of women peeing Women in on Seattle. meth peeing in uh, the middle of the road. No, I, I taught Hattie how to pee in the woods when we go camping that's great. and stuff like that. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about, okay, though. Okay, okay. You could if you wanted to. However, so... Okay, but, okay technically being this? able to is not what I am talking about. Yes, technically my urethra can flow outside. <laughs> that is not what I'm talking about. That's aim not... That thing. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> It's all about the hip position. I guess so. Pel pelvic tilt. Arc. Or just straight stream. <laughs> I don't know. Into the leg of your pants. <laughs> okay. Anyway, geez, that makes me think of the Lady J. I get ads for that. I think because I Googled it you to did. be funny. So I get ads for the Lady J. Okay. Anyway. If you don't uh, know what that is, don't Google it unless, I mean, it's funny though. So touring in a band for a long time, we had these things called pee pals. They were basically plastic bottles. And we'd pee in them, right? And we're like, oh. How does a lady do this? But there's an actual thing. It's called the Lady J. And it's, it's like, like a, a funnel. It's like a cup and a funnel that goes into a thing. It's hilarious that it's called They're the Lady really J. really funny. Anyway, uh, it takes a lot of trust for a lady to go, yes, put your face down there and go, right? <laughs> like how much trust does that take? Like you got to be comfortable with yourself, I think. Yeah. Right? 
and then comfortable with the guy doing it. At yeah, least. let me zoom out like a little bit. I do think that this is really important. And then I have like eight thoughts all at once. So I was thinking while you were saying that, if we're not roadrunnering it, what are we doing? And Looney Tunes is the only thing that came into my mind. So if you're not roadrunnering it, you have to uh, Pepe Le Pew it. <laughs> like romance. he's romance it. Right, okay. Like when he says, Lissai, the cat, the girl right. says that one. Um, but it's that vibe. It's that energy. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew it. Um, but the other thing I was going to say is that Man. So from a cultural standpoint, I want women and men to understand this. There is no aisle in the store titled male um, hygiene products that like feminine products, mm -hmm. like feminine hygiene. Yes. There's not a, so there's a commercial for, I think it's Lumi. It's a excellent, it's by the Harmon brothers. I'm obsessed with this ad agency. I don't know why. And they have a commercial they for the, put out awesome stuff. I That's love why. them. I will, I will have a product through, through them one day. But anyway, so they have a, an ad for a product called Lumi, which is deodorant that you can use anywhere on your body. And um, they talk about that you can... Lumi and Yuzumi? <laughs> well, they, ha they talk about... Um, they actually make fun of the fact that women are sold and told that our vaginas should... They should not have any type of odor whatsoever. And that if they do, it's somehow bad. Like, I guarantee you, your nuts probably smell bad. I ain't sniffing them. But I will tell you what. There's not a section that's like ball freshener. But there's whole markets for women, like a right. douche. That's what a douche is for. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Me and my friend Matt, while we were skiing, actually were talking about douches. <laughs> Continue. And how wrong they were. Yes, it's they're like very wrong. You, you squirt water up in there. Not only water, but it has chemicals in it. I've and do you think one. for thousands of millions of years, women and their vaginas <laughs> were just fine without a douche? Yes, absolutely. Right? And a lot of it has come from this like ridiculous... It's patriarchy i know that sounds silly and whatever and there are women who obviously contribute greatly to this but um it's i'm gonna say something that it is more of uh, a depression it, it it is more of a marketing thing oh for than sure a, there's tons of money obviously to be made on that and in other cultures mostly collectivist cultures one being indian country mm -hmm. it's like native okay, american he means like uh you're, you're on your moon kind of thing and it's like oh She's got a different vibe going, which we is respect good. respect that. Like a different energy kind of thing, right? And it wasn't until... Col colonialization? Well, yeah. And, and just like marketing stuff. It's like, oh, we can make a bunch of money off of this and mm -hmm. blah, 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 all this stuff, right? So it, it is different, right? I think there's a, 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 a... How about this? There should not be a feminine hygiene section. There should just be a hygiene section. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like... The, the man's ball spray is right next to the tampons. Right, right. Right? I agree. And that, Next to the toothpaste. Right. Next to the, and so here's, I don't know. Here's why I'm bringing all of this up, is that women out of the gate are typically taught to be ashamed of their vulva, which is, again, the part of the vagina. You see the vagina is the inside part that the baby flies out of at night. Who the hell is shaming this? Everybody likes it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not arguing against you. I'm like, yeah, it is a fact. But how stupid can you get... If it's like, 
Yeah, like the P is the best thing ever. What? Oh, I, I, okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, got it. Right? It's the best thing ever, ever created, ever. So let's create a whole system where the women are shamed by it. Yeah. And like, hide it and like are super body self-conscious right and i think that's where like the marketing piece came in long yeah. ago or, or oh, whatever yeah. you know what i'm saying because how stupid is that it's like i love steak steak is the best thing steak makes me feel loved hide your steak appreciated valued everything oh but first let's shame the filet the filet spray this deodorizer on that <laughs> i ain't want to smell that meat smell <laughs> I love filet mignon, by the oh, way. I do Bacon too. wrapped filet is my favorite. I do favorite. too, but not the kind you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sometimes I think we don't even have a real podcast because I don't even know we what do. we're talking about. But, again, but hopefully it adds value. So let's get back to I am. the combo. Stop talking. So I think that it's very important, like what you're saying. There is we have to we have to address the core value or the core issue here and the core issue with most of especially women receiving oral sex from their partner, spouse, partner, husband, whatever I'm trying to say, is that at the core of our um, sort of socio-education, I guess, is that it's bad, hide it, it's gross, it's probably stinky, it's disgusting, it's wrong. That's how I feel. I feel like, I didn't tell you this. I don't, I, and now, ladies, if this is something you- hate oral sex all this time. I just, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I didn't tell you. Hey, by the way, um, I never have told you that. Um, I- when I change my clothes and I'm home alone, yeah, I lock the door. Did you know that? I, well, how could I? I'm not home. <laughs> no, I didn't, but I'm not surprised. It seems scary to change clothes. This is just me. Like mm. it, it seems like a naked me is not safe. Mm. And so you used to get mad at me when I would change and not let you see me or whatever. It's not well, like I'm being not weird like I'm, about it. Yeah, I'm not being weird about but it. But you I'm would like, be hey, like, I like to see or whatever. But right. I'm saying this very specifically because I think a lot of women feel that way. They feel that way. But their husbands don't know that. And then it's not communicated. So their husbands so- somehow think that they're keeping something from them. Right. And, and I try to normalize that in coaching calls when this stuff comes up. I'm like, all right, in individual, like dude-to-dude coaching calls. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and you've heard me say this mm-hmm. a thousand times with a bunch of clients. I'm like, okay, man, let's put a different perspective on this because we didn't get this training, yes, right, as yeah. dudes. Agreed. I can walk down any alley in Seattle, pitch black. I mean, some places just wouldn't be smart for me to go, yeah. right? But I will carry myself very differently and think very different thoughts than you will. Mm-hmm. Like you will think, I will die, mm-hmm. basically, right? Or and I'll be think, raped. It's terrifying, right? And me, I'm like, okay, situational situational awareness. Is it smart for me to go down this? Okay, yeah, sure, it's fine. And if something came up, I'm like, all right, pocket knife, other things that I carry, and then fists. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, I'm not protecting my butt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My butt. Like I don't. I'm not in fear of being sexually assaulted okay is what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. right so educating the guys on that and knowing that gives guys some context mm-hmm. context as to why you might lock the door or you mm-hmm. might close the door or something like that right, right? And so i think but if a guy is smart he will understand that mm-hmm. listen to it and create a safe environment and not allow that to be turned into something weird right. in the relationship and i think there's almost like a metaphor in that like locking the proverbial bedroom door it's like the uh, the amount of trust, like Seth was saying in the beginning, the amount of trust required for 
a woman to allow her partner to have oral sex or do perform oral sex on her or whatever, the amount of trust that that requires is massive. Mm -hmm. I think just in general for most women. Right. And so again, I'm speaking very, very generally. Some women love it. Legs in the air all day long. <laughs> well, okay. Someone that, was like, I saw there's a There's probably a high amount of trust there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why do you think it is? For sure. Are people just throwing their legs in the air? No. Uh, I'm trying to think of that Unless you're Zinga in heat. <laughs> Our dog, I know. She's <laughs> such a hoe, like in the funniest way. But anyway. Biological. It's very funny. Uh, but, so that was one thing I think is really important to understand. And then another really important element, and I, this didn't mean to be this direction, but we'll talk about the yes. other half later but um because it's such a vulnerable thing and and again i really want to establish that most men for some flipping reason think that they have like an ownership element over the body of their wives and they do not mm -hmm. and so if you have ever tried to do something to your wife that she did not consent to you have thrown yourself into your own prison because the body keeps the score. If you have mm -hmm. literally physically hurt your wife accidentally by being like, let's try this thing or look, I'm doing this. I'll just do this other thing real quick. And you have hurt her, which if you've done that, you probably have because it, there's lots of things that can get hurt down there. Right. The badge is a sensitive, sensitive thing. And uh, if you've done that, you have immediately taken trust away and that trust will, could could take years to rebuild if it ever is rebuilt at all. Um, so that is yeah, something it can, to... It can be re rebuilt. It can be rebuilt, yeah. but only if you acknowledge, like with a deeply repentant, sad, like, oh my gosh, I'm really sorry. I didn't know I did that. I, I sh You told me no, and I didn't listen. Like that stuff has to happen for mm -hmm. that healing to happen. Um, but anyway, so there's a lot of things related to a woman receiving oral sex that have absolutely nothing to do with sex at all. Make sense? Mm -hmm. um, so the other way around... How does it, what is your take for oral sex on a, you, that stuff? Ow. What? Hit my hand. I don't know what the question is. Is it like blowjobs? Yes or no? What is it? What, what are you saying? Um, well, what are your thoughts on it? Just what are your thoughts on it in general? Like what, it, what do you wish you'd known about that stuff when we were first married or anything like that, that you think are, are, are viewers might struggle with or want to know more about i i honestly and this is weird this doesn't happen often i have no idea what you're asking or how to even answer it now are you saying hey what do you seth studley think about blowjobs and oral sex on you i'm like yes mm -hmm. it's great it feels good and it's fun and usually other things happen too Okay, let me now change you're it then. Your, I hear what, what you're I saying. I wish I knew. Yeah, but let me re. I'll just change how I'm asking and maybe slightly change the question. Okay. Because as I was thinking back to what we just talked about, mm -hmm. we're telling the. I want to figure out where is the advice in this. So mm -hmm. for women receiving oral sex and men giving oral sex to a woman, the advice is for the man to understand there's more nerve endings there. Don't you know roadrunner it. That's too much. Treat mm -hmm. it gently. You have to be trusting. You know, women are socialized to be afraid of things, to think that we are gross. So we have to like show up in a different way for ourselves, have that a, a level of accountability and trust with our partner. Right. But then on the flip side, so a male receiving oral sex from a spouse, uh, it sounds like most men enjoy that. Some might not. Yeah. But it sounds like most do. So where's the block? Where? What's the block in your mind? Because here's what I think happens. 
men request it, but they don't, they don't show up in a way for their wives to be like, oh yeah, that's if, if their wife doesn't like it, Mm -hmm. they don't show up as a man in a way that their wife is like, oh, that's worth it. That's worth my time. Oh, so I could, I could, I could persuade you into oral sex and then I knew that you didn't like it. He's like, eh, that's not my favorite thing. But I was like, oh, just please. And mm-hmm. then so, okay, if you get into that territory, then you may not, or I don't, I don't want to take, it, take out the word may, you're probably not connecting yes. as you could yeah. and also increasing pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to make, you know, air quotes, make you do something that doesn't mm-hmm. bring connection and pleasure right. to you, right? And now if you're, if okay, but that doesn't mean like, okay, people can't request or be like exploratory or something. Mm -hmm. You can go, ugh, you know, I mean that, I don't know, it kind of made me gag or or whatever kind of thing. It's like, ah, no, I don't, I don't like that. Right. Um, I remember we had one caller and a long time ago, she's like, yeah, I'm fine with giving uh, uh, oral sex to my husband, but he's like stinks down there. The answer, we did a show about this. Take a shower, take a shower, wash your balls, dude. I mean, yeah, don't be an idiot and think that she should have to suffer that dirty ween. Yeah. The unclean peen. (laughs) <laughs> the unclean peen, that's right. The unclean peen Clean episode. The peen. So does it bring, I'm going to tie this back around, does it bring connection and pleasure? And so since we have a lot of like Christian purity culture listeners, maybe a lot of you grew up thinking like, oh, well, that's bad, or this is blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you can do anything as long as it has connection and pleasure to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like a blowjob is like, Ooh, dirty or <laughs> sinful or or whatever, you know, like with your spouse. There, I saw a thing no, that they like, call the clitoris a devil's doorbell, which is the funniest. Oh, thing I heard that ever. before. Yeah, that is funny. So I want to tie it back around. So how about this? Sometimes oral sex, doing oral sex, can be a turn on to the person doing it. Yes, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's like a, you want to talk about that or. You just did. I mean, I think there's lots to it that people aren't, I don't know. There's stigma around it from a bunch of different perspectives. There's a lot of misinformation and miseducation. But what I was trying to go get toward yeah. is this idea that as a man, if you are somehow saying that you deserve oral sex for any reason, because you're married, because you make money, I don't know, then you really deserve to get kicked in the nuts. <laughs> How about that? How about that for your deserving oral sex? If you start anything with the language of I deserve blah, 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 especially Mm -hmm. if it's someone else's body that it involves, you are going to ruin your relationship. That is like the fast track to not having sex hardly at all in the future. Um, Pressuring your partner to have sex in a particular way, in a particular manner, in a particular style, doing particular things. Again, hear me saying pressuring um, that will always end up pushing them away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used this analogy before, but it, I love to eat um, cold Thai food for breakfast. It's my favorite. Like today, it was like five star, super hot. Did you eat um, that this morning? Oh, yeah. I ate it with my cup of hot coffee. It was delightful. <gasps> um, imagine me trying to make you eat that for breakfast and being like, you need to be happy about this. They do this on TV shows. I've seen right. magazines where they do this. Right. Why can't you like this? This well, yeah, that'd lady be, likes that'd just this. Be, that'd be weird. And hopefully listeners... If you're doing that, cut it out and be open to maybe you're hearing it and your spouse doesn't even know you're listening or whatnot. It's like, oh, do I do that? Question yourself in that. And we're not saying that you can't try stuff too. Like if you're in a, if in a relationship to where like, oh, I would like to try oral sex. Hey, what do you think about it, partner? 
kind of mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. You say it how you want to, but being uh, open and I don't know, destigmatizing it. If if you have some sort of stigma, mm-hmm. like okay, say so. Me and you do a lot of oral sex, right? But what if, uh, <laughs> what if one day I was like, "Hey, I don't want to do that anymore." Mm-hmm. What would you say? Whatever. I mean, take it one day at a time is what I would say. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure what you're trying to ask me. I'm, I'm saying this that things change, and the more uh, open and flexible you can be, and not just go. Oh, but like I, I've loved this for so long, and I, you know, right, and not to get weird and butt hurt about it, mm-hmm. I guess, right? Because people change, bodies change, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So as long as things are bringing connection mm-hmm. and pleasure, then right. keep on doing them. And, and so what? Basically, what I'm saying is like, oh, if something doesn't bring you connection and pleasure, mm-hmm. then okay, have a have a talk about it mm-hmm. and be open to doing different stuff or changing. Right, right, right. So again, I think the most important part in that is to take out any of this language of like owing or right. and and men if you think that rethink that like really think about how stupid that concept is you owe me this because of that that will never get you more sex it will never get you better sex it will never get you more exploratory fun engaging sex it will never get you that so if you have that in your head and you are using that type of language and you are being pressured or pressuring your spouse in that way you're going to lose. Like, just know you're going to lose. Another thing too is like, let's say you're a man and you want to receive oral sex and your wife absolutely hates it. There's a million things that you can do about that that don't even include your wife, right? So like, meaning if it does make her gag or she just really hates it or whatever the thing is, um, you can get a toy that's like a mouth. They sell these things. Go buy one of those. Talk to your wife about it. Like, come up with a freaking option. Don't just put this all on your wife. And Mm -hmm. I'm, Again, this could like you could do that by whatever those things are called, like a mouth, <laughs> a mouth. Um, I don't know. <laughs> by a mouth. Um, oh, man. But you could do that. And that could eventually lead if you can do that, like in a communal, healthy, loving way within your marriage and blah, 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 that it could grow into your wife being OK, giving your oral sex down the road. But it will never grow into that mm-hmm. if you come into it with this like stupid energy of, well, it's supposed to be this. And why can't you do that? And I have to cope with this sucky thing and it's not as good and it's blah. like sucky thing yes the energy that you approach this with is essentially the energy you will receive what about women who love that but their husbands don't want oral sex yeah same difference it's, it's go the buy same, a, it's the same thing go buy a giganto i always love to say like go get a giganto dong i don't know why i think that's so funny I just think it's because hilarious. you get transported back to like eleventh grade. Yeah, that's why. Like, oh. <laughs> Donkey dog. <laughs> How would I have never said that before? Um, but that's what I would say. If you love that and your partner doesn't, go get a whatever it's called wiener. Get a mouth and a wiener. <laughs> sex toys. Yes, there we go. That's okay. The word so for it. what if you're like sex toys? Oh no, I can't even believe it. Like what you about have it? A, like you have a huge aversion to that, or you think, oh, those people are that. Ooh. That's crazy. Like. What about that? Look up things like, um, I think, is there Adam and Eve? Is that a non-sex photo? Maybe I'm wrong. No. I have no it's idea. Not that one. I have no idea. So I'm, oh. Marriage Supply. Marriage Supply. You could look up marriagesupply.com. What is um, our other friends? Mentionables is lingerie, is that but that's like lingerie. It might have stuff. But there are Google, um, like image free or model free 
maybe sex toys or lingerie. So Mentionables is a lingerie company that does not use models. I think they were started by Mormons, which I think is amazing. And their price point is really good. <laughs> and then there's, um, what did I just say? Marriage Supply, which mm-hmm. has sex toys and like box sets, I think. Right. That have no images on them. So start there. And if, this is what I'm going to say to you. If you're like, man, I just really want to give or receive or whatever oral sex, but my spouse isn't into it and a sex toy would actually help, but that's perverted and that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Sit and think complexly about that. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. Do you think couples have a real... Why is this even a question? So couples have a hard time and it's like awkward and weird. Like even... So we have a show about it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think most of the time that we talk about sex is on the show. Mm -hmm. Or while we're having sex, right? Which is also a good time to talk about it too, by the way. And I think you said that one time. But... Most couples don't have conversations like you and I. They yes. listen to us and go, oh, that'd be cool. But maybe they don't talk to their spouse mm-hmm. about it. What is the best way? Say that like, okay, we're, I don't know. Say that we, you know, we did oral sex on our honeymoon once and then just got weird and haven't talked about it since. Yeah. Or whatnot, you mm-hmm. know. But we both kind of did it each other. It was something we did. And I really wanted to revisit that. Or you were like, wow, it was really great when you did mm-hmm. that to me kind of mm-hmm. thing. How would we talk about that? I, I would think I, I want to state the best word I can think of is an invitation, like hmm. something that's fun and inviting and flirty and lighthearted. And, um, what, and what would it, what would you say? Like, say a, a script to me. Like, hey, remember that time when we were at our honeymoon, when we were in Maui and you said you wanted to divorce me after I, you pulled me out of the pool and I choked and I splashed water in your face. Remember that time when we were like, <laughs> you're going to open it that way. Snorkeling. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, true story guys might Uh, not get me to do that to you. So I would say you, you're wanting to, this is the best way. And this is the funny, this is actually like a parenting trick that I use. Get your child to imagine the world that you want to be that have them and be in to change their energy. So get your spouse in this Mm -hmm. state, in this, um, case to become sort of like entwined in your brain. Like tell them a story, tell them a story. Like, Hey, remember that time that we were in um, Lahaina? <laughs> I want to go back to Lahaina. <laughs> I want to get in your Lahaina. <laughs> that was really funny. Spread your I, Lahaina. I, <laughs> <laughs> now that <laughs> was very funny. But so it's like, uh, remember oh, the man. time we were in Wailea? <laughs> every, every Hawaiian name sounds like a sex position now. Um, Lapahoehoe. <laughs> Anyway, so remember that time that we were wherever and we did that thing and it it, it felt really good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it felt really good. And I like I was thinking about that. So you you want to really think of your your almost telling a story to get your partner to see that story in their head and then to feel the feelings in their body. And then you're inviting them to go do that with you, right? Mm. So it's really this like kind of all-encompassing journey like you're you're like hey remember this thing and like imagine if it was any other topic hey remember that restaurant that we ate that's exactly what i was gonna say i was gonna say the restaurant like okay say that we haven't gone to jack's in a thousand years which i swear to g making reservations make it earlier than friday night yeah i know yeah okay they only open when it's 10 45 right but anyway it's like hey you remember that restaurant we went to eight years ago I really liked it. I would mm-hmm. love to go back. Mm-hmm. And then, but, is that weird to you? But that's not Ooh. enough. That's not. Remember, we had green beans and steak. We had uh, the mashed potatoes, and you had wine, and I had this kind of beer. Right. And they had, you know, whatever the lighting was. So okay. <laughs> you look really cute when you said beer. No, oh, you know that's my 
favorite word to say. I guess so. Um, so do you see what I'm saying? You need yes. to give, like, you need to make it a story that's appealing, that draws them in. And unfortunately, most people around this topic, and I will say specifically men, make something that some women find very difficult into something that is task-driven. They compare them to other women, which that's when you get your wiener bitten off, right? You should anyway. So um, that'd be like saying, hey, we never go to that restaurant anymore. Or you don't want to go to that restaurant mm-hmm. that I want to. Or so-and-so likes steak. <laughs> right. I'll just go with them. I'll watch them eat steak. Oh, that was gross. <laughs> Grossed myself out. Um, but I don't know. There's a lot to be said about, like, I guess oral sex in general, how it can go wrong, what is great about it when it goes right, where couples typically stumble, and how um, reframing cultural things and sort of societal the societal things we've learned about what it means or is or what our bodies mean or are, it, it all plays a part on this. And if I could like sum it up is mm. have conversations about this. But again, men tend to want to have this conversation and then jump in bed and women want to karate chop their partner in the throat because that's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. This is not about, ooh, you got aroused. Let's go have sex now. So think about it this way. I say, I'll use Jack's, the restaurant again. I could go there for lunch by myself, Mm -hmm. right? But I want to bring you along Mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? Like I could go, you know, rub one out in the shower, right? But it's more more meaningful on all levels to invite you along Mm -hmm. to that, right? Mm -hmm. So does that make you feel special? Like, oh, he wants my company at the restaurant. He wants to take me out. He wants Mm -hmm. to be with me kind of thing, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, there's some analogies here, right? That we don't have to like, stretch too far to, to, to find but it's like hey that thing you know it's not just about me and like me getting my wiener sucked it's like <laughs> you you kind of look like you were into it and then i could right. do that to you too mm-hmm. and it might bring us together more connection more pleasure so it's not just a one-sided thing where like all guys in the world are thinking oh yeah blowjobs all day man. you know and not caring about who's doing it mm-hmm. kind of thing you know at least you shouldn't good lord um you know what I'm, so it's mm-hmm. like it's like an invitation. I'm glad you said that, like inviting your spouse into that. But again, it's inviting it into an energy. It's not, I'm inviting you to suck on my wiener. Like I could imagine a lot of people getting this wrong. And that's where I want to be mm-hmm. really clear in communicating that, I guess. It's like, a, I don't know. I think it's, I, we literally were talking about this with clients earlier today. It's this like yin yang concept, like, like fire and ice, the sun and the moon. There's a balance of energies and it's just not the same. And, mm. And uh, when we try to, I'm going to, this is going to sound funny. When we try to like draw out the yin with the yin, we get no yang. <laughs> like We need yin and yang. And so I think that when men approach women, whether that's like actually trying to give them oral sex and mm-hmm. they approach it as if they were <laughs> doing a yin, but really it's a yang, they're going to fail. If they talk about oral sex with their wives as if it's a yin, I think it's yin, not ying, ah. yin even though it's a yang. So if you approach a masculine... If you approach a feminine energy with, with a, masculine a masculine energy, energy but without the bal- without honoring the balance, right. you will... It'll be like two of the wrong... You might get a masculine energy in response that you didn't want. <laughs> yeah. you, you see what I'm saying? Actually, there's this one guy I listened to and he, he talks about this and this is like all kinds of research. Who's you the can, guy? Awake with Jake is oh, his yeah. name. He talks about masculine and feminine energy and how so does Sadhguru. he says masculine and feminine feminine no it's really good mm-hmm. so if i can go okay hold up i have a very innate masculinity right 
And if I come at you, go, yeah, come on, black, you know, all this stuff, mm -hmm. you're going to, in response, be like, or push away right. or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be open to receiving it. Mm -hmm. And by nature, you are a receiver. You physically receive. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and I don't know. This just, I mean, that's like kind of getting in meta stuff, but I love that stuff because it's so real and makes so much sense. So mm -hmm. yin and yang, kind of masculine, feminine. Right. But I want to think deal. too, or I want to make sure to communicate this as well, that each individual couple's yin and yang is different. It's just like in the, in across the United States, the whole globe, every tiny ecosystem is different. Even in the Washington state, there's a different ecosystem in Bellingham than there is in Issaquah, than there mm -hmm. is in Snoqualmie, than there is in Eastern Washington and Cowlitz County or whatever. I don't right. know. I'm trying to think of the places that are different. I don't know where Cowlitz County is. There's rainforests and deserts here. Yeah, so, there yeah. is deserts and all sorts of things. So there is no one way to yin and no one way to yang. Uh, it's the way that you guys do this together. But you will never find that balance if there's ever, uh, like, if a person has shame about their body, you're not going to be able to really find that balance mm -hmm. well. If a person thinks that they are owed that, that they deserve that, and their energy is like shitty, just piece of shit energy coming at their spouse going, you need to do this because they're never going to find that yin-yang flow. Like, it's a lot of life I've discovered. Mm -hmm. A lot of being happy is being kind of like a hippie, like a dirty hippie. Yeah. Like you just love stuff. You figure it out. You honor things. You try to be kind and you bless stuff and you have good boundaries. Like it's all there. It's all there in this conversation. And you question things and like let things be complex, but mm -hmm. also look into them more deeply, right? Right. So as strange as that sounds, living like a dirty hippie will help your sex life. <laughs> Maybe not oral sex. You got to wash that thing sometimes. <laughs> That's what natural soap is for. That's yeah. what uh, my, I use, I use um, that fat beef tallow soap. I use beef fat soap. Oh, you bought it locally though, right? Yeah, lady makes my beef tallow soap. Or Dr. Bronner's. Hello. But um, anyway, I hope that that's helpful. Yeah, I know that we talked about a thousand things. And but like, I, think like, I think they were all good. I think they were good too. I yeah. mean, there's nothing. So here's what I think is interesting. Here I'm, we are tooting our own horn. I'd be curious to know what people think about this episode because I think there are thousands and thousands of podcasts and resources that people will be like, this is how you suck a D. And it's like, no, one, no one's confused about that. You can find that resource all day long, every day, everywhere. Mm -hmm. But people are very confused as to why, well, I know all the techniques, but something is wrong. My spouse doesn't like this. They don't want it. She won't do this. He won't do this. That's because there's an element missing. It's the deeper, more um, connective. What would, what's the words I'm missing? So it's not just about eating a pee or sucking a D. <laughs> nope. It's the energy. It's like living the E. <laughs> the E? What's the E? Energy. Oh. <laughs> you just said it. Um, anyway, PD energy. That's right. PDE oh, enterprises. <laughs> right. So does it bring connection? Does it bring pleasure? And don't roadrunner your wife and don't, um, don't turkey, turkey gobbler it. Also, don't turkey gobbler your husband because <laughs> sometimes that can hurt. You know, don't have conversations about these things. And I will say I'm going to last bit of advice here. Mm. Ladies or men, if you struggle with this, but mostly I think it'll be women. I've talked about this in different times with different clients and stuff. I I actually do want to receive oral sex, but I have too many. Hell yeah. I have too. I, I said hell yeah. <laughs> I have too many. <laughs> okay, I promise you I'm not going to do it. I 
I have too many blocks up, like sensory things. Is it too cold? Do I feel fat? Is it blah, blah, blah? Like all those things that block me from being able to enjoy that. And so what is my trick? What's my trick? Wine. Yep. Our oral sex is brought to you by Chateau St. Michel Indian Wells. I'm sure they'd love to sponsor that. Red blend. Maybe there's some target markets for that. I'm, I'm all about it. It is my favorite <laughs> wine. If you've never gotten it, go get it. If you okay, like an okay. earthy. It's not, a, it's not a wine commercial. Anemone. Good Lord. So, but what you're saying is you have to be very much in your body and you I just by your nature. MF in head. I can't. Right. Not, so by yeah. your nature, mm-hmm. you have to calm it down. Like I think you're fairly high strung and you think about things all the time, but you have to calm your own brain down. Maybe meditation in supplementation with the vino would help, right? Mm-hmm. But, and of course, if you and have that's a, on a day, a, that's like on a at a regular like when we're on vacation and it's like normal and chill and there's not like you know a million and nine hundred zillion things to do. I can have sex without wine. Not no, we're not road runnering. <laughs> we're soft road runnering. No, <laughs> we're drunk road runnering. <laughs> No, you're Pepe Le Pewing. Oh, that's right. Okay. Remember? Uh, yeah. So actually, and the answer isn't just more alcohol, right? Because no. even studies show it's like like dudes can not have hard wieners too. Like yeah, there's a, it, ton, alcohol right? has a, a negative effect, can have a negative effect. Right. So um, what was I saying? It, it, it's about like paying attention to your body. You know, it's not just drinking and go, okay, right. come on down, you know, do your thing. It's not that. It's about being fully right. present in your body, which... Like relaxation sex, like mm-hmm. we talked about before, mm-hmm. is like way better than, well, I don't know. You want different kind of sex. Well, and, and I, like I just that, want to really be clear there that what I'm saying is, this, again, it's the energy. So this is me saying on a regular weekday, if I know that I, like, I initiate this, by the way, women, if you're wondering, Seth never initiates sex ever, zero, zilch, never has, never will, never can, never does. <laughs> not, not true. Uh, he says, uh, I want to have sex later. <laughs> and then he goes to bed. But anyway, doesn't matter. Not bitter at all. Don't even care. Uh, but I initiate all sex. All the listeners can tell. Yes. I initiate sex all the time. And um, by all the time, I mean not all the time as in like every day. But I am the initiator of sex. And it is pretty much always tied with me having a glass of wine because I like how I feel when I have a glass of wine. I like being able to be like in, in, in uninhibited. Right. Like being able to, I, I can't, I honestly have a very hard time being that way normally. Uh, again, unless we're on vacation and it's like super low stress and we're swimming in a pool every day. I love swimming. I love being in like that type of environment. So if I was like that more often, we could have sex more often without wine, I think. Um, and summertime, that's Why a big difference. I just too. got a uh, mileage credit card. <laughs> nice. But anyway, so I think that, I hope that that's helpful. But again, it really is all about the energy. And, and again, why I'm bringing up wine specifically is that I know sex matters. I also know just as strongly that I cannot get in the mood without some sort of assistance. Now, it could, the assistance can be yoga. The assistance can be meditation. The assistance can be wine. If you smoke weed and you live where it's legal, the assistance can be weed, but weed is the worst and I hate it for me. Um, I smoke tons of weed and I don't like it. You like that? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so oh I just wanted to make that really clear. It's not right. cheating. It's not bad. Um, it's not cheating? Mm-mm. It's not cheating to be like, I need a glass of wine for this. No. I don't want people to think it's not, it's cheating or something. Like, I know right. people who are like, I, I don't know. Well, I have lots of thoughts on it, but. That could be a whole nother show. For sure. But I just know for me, 
I prioritize sex. I know that it matters and wine helps me get there. Amen to that. This show is brought to you by Chateau St. Michel. That's right. It's not brought to you by a wine company. <laughs> However, it is brought to you by three things. Badasshusband.com. Get your man in there. Men, get your ass in there. It's also brought to you by Women's Group Coaching. Anatomyofus.com forward slash Women's Group Coaching. The price goes up on Women's Group Coaching March 1st, I believe. So Very get in, soon. Get in the charter member mm-hmm. right now. And then also, you're listening to this show for free. If you like it, if you want more of it, go to Anatomy. No. Patreon.com forward slash Anatomy of Marriage to get more stuff like this. That's more more right. P talk. More right. P talk. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I think it's that's been a all. blast. Thank you guys so much. Go get so your much. Chateau St. Michel. <laughs> there we go. All right. Have a all good right, day. Guys. Bye. Later.